You're listening to The Big Finish Podcast, release date the 19th of September 2021. So, what do we do now? We're stranded on this world, aren't we? Well... Do the VAD have my TARDIS or don't they? Our TARDIS. <laughs> my TARDIS? They've got it, haven't they? Well, by now, I should think so. Is my body... Inside it, yes. Relax, Bab, we don't really need it. We don't? Well, I just need your brain to operate it. The rest of you, well, it's you know, it's like the box you get with Christmas presents, best left for cats to play with. And how did you get my brain out of my body? You, Nick and Benji. I'm Benji Clifford, he's Nick Briggs, and welcome to another packed podcast celebrating the audio drama of Big Finish Productions. Oh, yes. ho, 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 ho. Well, here's where to find out what's exciting and out now. Any minute now, Benji and I will be chatting about our latest releases hot from the BigFinish.com website. They're already out and available, but you might not have caught up with them yet. Doctor Who, Torchwood, Stingray, yes, it is exciting. Stand by for action! And straight after that, we'll be reviewing the latest reviews in our Good Review Guide. This week, it's the fourth Doctor adventure, A Primeval Design, by Helen Goldwyn. You're a doctor, you say? Yes, that's right. After that, once again, we'll be straight into listeners' emails sent to podcast at bigfinish.com to find out what you want to talk about. Then it'll be time when we go behind the scenes with Missy and the Monk. Out this week featuring Michelle Gomez and Rufus Hound in the titular roles. Two nemeses of the Doctor, but which is the most evil? I am Michelle Gomez and I play Missy. Got that intake of breath there. I didn't think I was ever going to be able to breathe out. Uh, the randomoid selector, if I could say it, Selectatron will once again be arriving, offering a genuinely random selection of a mm. random Big Finish release, for which we then give you a 25% discount. Bones. Moving bones. Oh, blimey. And finally, we round things off with a free 15-minute drama tease from Missy and the Monk, Body and Soulless by James Goss. Oh, goodness me. So refreshed. So, the latest releases. Let's go to bigfinish.com on the homepage. Zibbidi-doo, zibbidi-day. And there we are. We've got featured releases, which we did last week. Latest releases. Well... So what we've got, just as a preview, we've got uh, the 11th Doctor Chronicles, Volume 2, Torchwood Curios, which we covered last week, uh, Doctor Who, The Lost Resort, and other stories, Doctor Who, The Eleven, Torchwood, Empire of Shadows, Stingray, Operation Icecap, and Doctor Who, Philip Hinchcliffe Presents, Volume 4, The God of Phantoms, and Doctor Who, The Secrets of Sen. Which one of these catches your eye, Benji? Well, I mean, if I'm honest... I see Daleks, and Daleks make me happy. Um, I see lovely, what looks like um, resurrection-style Daleks, which makes me even happier. I like oh, yeah. the. Uh, this is so boring. I like the white uh, mesh sort of colour underneath the black slats. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's the very... Doctor Who, the Lost Resort, and other stories, which does one of the other stories is, I think, Nightmare of the Daleks. But let's hear the trailer for uh, the Lost Resort and other stories. So. Where to now, Doctor? Somewhere restful. I think we could all do with a break. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Lost Resort, and other stories. I'd say we're standing under a lake, or a lagoon from the smell of it. Water? But it's floating in the air. Gravitational fluctuations in the atmosphere, Tegan. Not all planets are so dull as to keep their water at ground level. Death is an unwanted companion. You also know of grief. When you're my age, my dear, grief is stitched into living. It just depends how you wear it. Oh! No! No! There's no such thing as ghosts. Oh, Doctor. You're quite, quite wrong about that. My name's Nellie Bly. I am going to beat the world record set by Phileas Fogg, who traveled the world in 80 days. We're going to reach San Francisco soon, and all will be lost. Even the passengers will notice if I turn the ship around. There must be something you can do. Lower the sea anchor. Then Nellie Bly really will have something to complain about. 
I need someone to get me to my final destination. Not his greatest strength, to be honest. You are the Doctor, you are an enemy of the Daleks, you will be exterminated. Right, yes, should have expected that, but before you do, ask yourselves, what is the greatest enemy of the Daleks doing here? They killed a man, a father. That's what Daleks do. What? How can you say that? Get away from her, you murderer! No! Mac, come on, this way! Doctor! No time to argue! Quickly! You will not escape! Big Finish. We love stories. I've said so many goodbyes over the years, they never get any easier. Obviously going to do a huge shout out as well, Doctor Who the Eleven, Mark Bonner as the Eleven with Colin Baker. Uh, huge love for the Eleven, worked on a lot of Eleven stories with the Eighth Doctor range. It's so awesome to see the Eleven going up against other Doctors as well. Uh, just a, a wicked villain, quite frankly, played yeah. to perfection by Mark Bonner. All right then, well let's have a listen to a bit of that. Yeah. From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Sixth Doctor. The Eleven. I was examined, but with all the care and compassion that a scientist might afford an amoeba under a microscope. Doctor, what's wrong? Eleven. What? Get back in the TARDIS, Miss Clark. My TARDIS. <laughs> People of Molaroos, I suspect we are all in the Doctor, a travelling space clown. Here we are. This is where we live. Well, charming. If you like, Fort Knox. Welcome to my world. What are you doing? I can't let you obstruct Miss Constance. You're staying here. Miska! You can't just get bored of a society and decide to augment it. That's genetic meddling on a hideous scale. Well, not if they agree to it. <laughs> they said yes! That can't happen to us! It is happening, woman! Don't shout at me when we're about to die! to be the truth, then. How dull. Big finish. We love stories. Yeah. I would also like to talk about uh, Torchwood Empire of Shadows, um, which they had the casting coup of getting Sean Parks back to play his character from uh, The Impossible Planet. You know, Zachary Cross Flane, isn't that, it? That's right. That's, that's right. Great one. name. Uh, and it's uh, it's a corker. It's, let's have a listen to the trailer for that. Are you ready to die, Zachary Cross Flane? Yes. You are lying. From Big Finish Productions. Torchwood. Empire of Shadows. Salitris. Where my late mother, the lamented Empress, died in exile. Yeah. Why does the Emperor want Torchwood here? The thing is, I'm afraid for my life. Every secret, every dark thought, every shady deal, Torchwood contains it all. The Torchwood Archive. We need to get into it. What do we do? We run! Welcome to Torchwood, Your Majesty! Big finish. We love stories. Are we just going to end up doing all of them? I'd particularly like to talk about the, uh, <laughs> the 11th Doctor uh, Chronicles with Jacob Dudman as the 11th Doctor. Uh, just an amazing 
feet what he does i don't mean his feet are amazing although uh, knowing <laughs> probably jake are. Probably they probably are. are yeah he probably does have amazing feet uh, jake let us know how your feet are perhaps send us a photograph of them don't do that uh, we, don't, we don't want to see that or a sound effect of you patting them <laughs> that'll do that'll do yeah that's more in, in... <laughs> that was my Tidy. hand just it's fun. a wicked cover isn't it there with, especially you know just i love the little um is it like a little it sort of looks like a little mouse. It's a but hamster. It also looks a, a bit of... like a pig. Could be a hamster. It's these very strange rodent little aliens, beautifully played. Uh, Millie Thomas, uh, who's also you know in Adam Adamant, she plays one of these, and she is really good. All these little noises she Aww, makes. It's getting really, red wall vibes from them. They're gorgeous <laughs> little things. But it's really nice, and it's such an interesting bunch of scripts. I think, as I said before, my favourite one is The Day Before They Came, which we did a drama tease of. I think last time round was it yeah um but yeah really uh great stories um and, and there's a you know there's sci-fi on a spaceship there's current and present gonna say uh, sci-fi on a stick sci-fi, on, sci-fi a on, stick. on a stick uh, there's ham rolls uh, pudding we got uh we got uh, <laughs> zombie pudding there with the creeping Zom- dead yeah uh, is it called the creeping dead i can't remember now. no the evolving dead what am i talking about it's the evolving dead isn't it yes i've just found the creeping dead is like the walking dead but it just goes re- they just go really slowly they just creep <laughs> around a bit they're snoring as they go <laughs> uh, uh, the melting pot that's the one with the rodents in and then the the hist- historical story a tragical history which is really nice eccentric little story um they're a great bunch of scripts um i had the time of my life directing them two of them we did before lockdown and two of them we caught up with in lockdown so this release is actually delayed it, it should have been out much earlier um, but uh, it's a real and, mixture there isn't it was it? as different, as the pandemic times, lo- locked out yeah as the pandemic lockdown happened we had the two of the stories the final two to record and we had to cancel the recording that's mad isn't and, it and the, I remember one of the cast members uh, went to the studio anyway because they hadn't got the message so that's that's how close that was to the you know the door falling down as it were and so have we had the trailer time. for that let's have a little listen to that coming soon from Big Finish Productions Doctor Who The 11th Doctor Chronicles Volume 2. Day 187 log, entry 7. Possible development in the meeting of a man calling himself the Doctor. Have you noticed anything odd around here? I apologise that your surprise inspection has coincided with the crew's total annihilation. You're in hive now. You'll get fed twice a day and you'll get a blanket and I don't know what else you poor wretches want. You're scared! And that is perfectly understandable, but you should be angry, too. No, 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 no. This isn't real. Get out of my head! Either someone else on this station has retained their intelligence like we have, or... Or they never died. Sorry, you had to do what? Attention, Mothership Control! Scout unit requiring urgent restitution! Help will arrive for you in due course. A a zombie? A real live one? Uh, A dead one. What's happening out there? We're taking it back. We're taking it all back. Doctor, phone doesn't normally have... Tentacles. I know. Man of mystery. Sings, dances and fixes your plumbing. (laughs) I like it. Is he being sarcastic? (gasps) They're blocking the corridor. Stand back! (laughs) No! It's all connected, what went wrong here. I just haven't got to the bottom of how, what and when yet. He's a peculiar fellow, but seems to know his craft. (sighs) Doctor? (sighs) Me. We want the Doctor. I've set myself up in the armory. They're everywhere. Which is better, scared or hostile? Neither is good. Research station self-destruct imminent. All personnel, please make their way to escape shuttles as quickly as possible. We need a serious plan. Only one thing for it. Where's the chip shop? Big finish. We love stories. So there you are. That's our little uh, look at uh, our latest releases. Uh, But of course, it wouldn't be complete without giving you a quick tease for Stingray Operation Ice Cap. Stand by for action. 
We are about to launch Stingray. Acceleration rate six, phones. Let's go. Looks like one of those flying saucers. You boys have no idea what two determined girls can do when they try. Stingray! Sighting could have come up on any of the four cold currents from Antarctica. Watch it, Troy. Blizzards can blow up mighty fast down here. A damn squid. Fire a sting missile. Too late. Oh, Marina. We must see that Troy Tempest does not lack company in the Antarctic wastes. It can be very, very lonely down there. Anything can happen in the next half hour. <laughs> Stingray! 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 Anderson Entertainment presents Stingray Operation Ice Cap. <sighs> Love stinging the ray. Love stinging the ray. Time now, of course, for our good review guide, finding the latest positive comments about Big Finish Productions to help recommend them for you. Let's see what they think. And this week, as promised, it's the fourth Doctor adventure, Primeval Design. Wait! What are you going to set sail without me? We're just casting off. Raise the mainsail! <sighs> From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, The Fourth Doctor Adventures, The Primeval Design. 1830, Lyme Regis, still on the Jurassic coastline. Why, Miss Mary Anning, I'm delighted to meet you. How do you do, sir? You're a doctor, you say? Yes, that's right. Well, I suppose you are a member of the London Society of Physicians. Oh, yes, in a manner of speaking. I am sorry for your loss. It's not my loss. Old Lawrence passed on last night in unusual circumstances. Please, no! No! Of course, the locals like to talk of a beast, some sort of mythical creature, the usual nonsense. careful, won't you? Mark and Silas are still missing since the last smuggle. Once they've got the merchandise, they'll pay handsomely. Oh, careful there, Miss Anning. What's the rush? Mr. Jones, we must gather up the townsfolk as fast as we can. The beast that killed old Lawrence is coming this way and bringing many others with it. The beast! The beast is coming! The final bone to connect the neck to the head. I have to find it. I know she has it. To the caves! And if we can't find me way! Just sit tight! But watch out for the bees! <sighs> There's nothing in there. It's just an old boy's tell. <sighs> Big finish. We love stories. This was a mistake. I should have stayed with Lizzie. Just go to bigfinish.com and type primeval, P-R-I-M-E-V-A-L, into the search pane at the top to find yourself face-to-face with some prehistoric terrors. First up is, uh, our, our first prehistoric terror is um, indiemaccuser.co.uk, Michael Golnevsky, uh, who states in no uncertain terms an incredibly interesting and entertaining adventure that knows when to bring the action and when to bring the intellect and heart. The cast members from both main and side characters are all fantastic. The intelligence behind some of the dialogue and concepts at play is extremely compelling and its primary focus, Mary Anning, is another strong historical female lead with so much to tell from her life's research and a lovely personality to boot. That's a very long sentence, wasn't it? Certainly was, yes. I give that sentence 10 out of 10 for for length. (laughs) If that sentence was a ruler, it would be a very good one. Uh, wonderful <laughs> highlights of the range as a whole, and a strong way to conclude another overall great series of Fourth Doctor Adventures for 2021. Nine out of ten. Oh. Boom. 
boom, boom. Another great overall. Uh, right, uh, the digitalfix.com. Baz Greenland says, Once the animated skeletons are unleashed and the alien queen's plan is revealed, the primeval design soars. And that's the joy of these audio adventures. They can deliver on the potential of Doctor Who without budgetary restraints to hold them back. The investiture in the characters certainly works. The Doctor has a tremendous amount of respect and praise for Mary's work, while Leela works tirelessly to ensure Lizzie and Jim get the family life they deserve. Goldwyn's biggest success here, that's Helen Goldwyn, the writer, is in making the audience really care for these one-story characters. Yeah, it's a lovely script by Helen. I think it might have been the first script she ever wrote for us. Could be wrong. First Doctor Who script she wrote for us, yeah. Well, in the Twitter chatterverse, uh, Maiku Wotaharu says, If you've been following me for some time, uh, you know of my love and praise of Big Finish, Doctor Who and Louise Jameson. I would like to praise Helen Goldwyn for her story, The Primeval Design. Nice one. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I enjoyed the character development in the tale. You see? Mm-hmm. Saying the same thing. Of course, yeah. It's, it's strong on characters. Uh, Tom Housen, our favourite 1218, uh, The Primeval Design from At Big Finish by at Helen Goldwyn is a fascinating adventure full of creative fun. I'm always a fan of a Doctor Who story which makes you want to learn more about history. This series of Doctor Who adventures have been an absolute delight! Exclamation mark. That's it for the reviews this week. Okay. See that? There's a little pause there. Just thought I'd get you thinking. <gasps> I was worried. More next time when we take a look at Space oh. 1999 Volume 1. Coming up soon, it'll be listeners' emails, but first we go behind the scenes with Michelle Gomez, Rufus Hound, and writer James Goss talking about Missy and the Monk, Body and Soulless. I am Michelle Gomez, and I play Missy. So in this episode of Missy with the name Body and Soulless, um, Missy's still travelling with the monk, but she's stolen his brain. And... Um, this 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 means that there um, leads to some very uh, fun dialogue between the two of them, and um, again, you know, she's at her most wicked and evil, but so so lovable. My name is James Goss, and I'm the writer of Body and Solace. It's great getting to write for Michelle because you sort of, I'm sure everybody said this, you never quite know what you're going to get, and yet you know what you're going to get because whatever you get is going to be much better than what you wrote. And you just have to delight in the fact that she's not just picking up a script and reading every word. She's actually polishing it and sending it off in completely different directions and delights in scenarios that make the most of this. My name is Rufus Hound and I have largely been exposed to the Big Finish at home audience as a result of playing the monk. Engines powering up and we have liftoff. Yes, I think the monk would rather struggle to put shoes on in this story as we find him as a brain in a jar. Well, he thinks he's a brain in a jar. It later transpires it might not be the traditional jar that the brain is being kept in. It's great to write for evil people, especially when the evil people are the only people in the room. They're both your heroes. And because audiences are such kind-hearted souls, they do want to side with one or the other of our lead actors. And it's quite fun because both Missy and the Monk are awful people. It's genuinely a massive pleasure to keep coming back and being asked to play the Monk. Uh, And I have never received a script from Big Finish that didn't absolutely thrill me. But when you get to um, page one of a script and it says the Monk hyphen a disembodied brain <laughs> in a <her> bag <laughs> you, you think oh this is blooming brilliant isn't it <laughs> there aren't many um there aren't many jobs you have where that's your character description but it's <laughs> the mix of already being excited to see what adventure the monk's on this time and largely how missy's going to um smash him around but the length that these scripts go to and the imagination that's in them just puts turbo boosters on how joyful it is to do. Hello, my name's Ken Bentley, and I am the director of Missy Body and Soulless. 
One of the features of home recording and, and is that there, there are a lot of new challenges that we're all being presented with by working working from home. And so we try as much as we can to work with as many new people as we can. But sometimes, because of the nature of these the additional complexities of recording from home, it makes sense for us to get people in who we've worked with before. When we're presenting certain challenges, it makes sense to get people in who we've we've worked with before. And this this was one of those. It's a small cast in a in a particularly strangely funny script we need people who understand big finish what big finish do and where this fits into the um in, into the body of work that big finish produce and this was a very small cast with a, a very particular set of requirements in terms of bringing these unusual characters to to life and so whenever i'm casting i, I sort of go through who i've worked with in the past before that i'd like to work with again and in this new world, this new way of recording, we have to find out if people are able to work from home and therefore we need people who have uh, invested in the equipment and know how to use the equipment. My name is Tanya Rodriguez and I have been playing Prime Vad today. The Calvor are difficult opponents. I'll say, but I'll wipe the smile off their clock. You'll see. Some really a very, very sad creature who's just a, literally a lost soul without a body, searching the universe for bodies to inhabit and always living in terror of not finding a body and being loosed into the eternal sad soul. Or well, there's a much better phrase that's actually used in the script, but it's a very sad prospect of just continuing immortality, but in atom form. Just go to bigfinish.com and type in Missy and the Monk to find these irresistibly evil adventures. Uh, so, Nick, I'm getting that feeling that it's uh, time for something really special. You're right, Benji, me old chum, because <laughs> it's listeners' yes. emails. Well, there's nothing more special than listeners emails no, it's a bit true. like at christmas you know when you get a cracker oh right. inside the cracker is is what i would consider emails you know it's always a wonderful <laughs> surprise when you see an email pop up a c-mail uh, a c-mail c-mail the new sounds, sounds like a song by paul mccartney doesn't it c-mail um <laughs> Well, it does now you've done that. Yeah. <laughs> this first one here is from Adam Ross. Uh, the subject of this is welcome to the Big Finish family slash listeners' emails. Welcome to the listeners' emails. Um, dear Nick and Benji, I hope you uh, both and everyone at Big Finish are going well. Uh, firstly, I wanted to say a big welcome to Ruth Maidley to the Doctor Who Big Finish family as the newest Sixth Doctor companion, Hebe. There we go. Uh, I wish her all the best in the role and eagerly look forward to seeing how Hebe will get along with the Sixth Doctor and Mel and what stories will follow. Very excited for that mm. one. I, I am with you all the way, Adam. Mm. I've uh, read secondly, some of the stories. They're very good. Are they corkers? Would mm. you use a corker? Being, yeah, I would, yes. For me. yes. Uh, secondly, I wanted to, to say thank you to Big Finish and Christopher Eccleston for the amazing work on the Ninth Doctor Adventures and to say that I am over the moon that Christopher has agreed to continue with four more audio box sets and that he is really enjoying revisiting the role of the Ninth Doctor. It's hard to believe that a few years ago, many fans would never have imagined that he would come back. But here we are now, and uh, long may the Ninth Doctor continue. Oh, I'd just like to insert a little thing, a tidbit here for the Radio Times uh, website to pick up on. Uh, that uh, we always knew there was a possibility for, for Christopher to do more, but um, we didn't, you know, it, that option was, was there for him to decide on. And rather flatteringly for me, after doing the first one with me he immediately said oh, you can count me in for more so that was good there you go radio times you heard it here first uh, hot off the press uh, carrying on with the email no less uh, though part of me wishes that big finish had used the murray gold 2004 trip of a lifetime version of the theme for the audios to make it extra special gosh i remember when that was going around the internet and everybody getting all excited the pre pre theme theme 
Is it? How did that go? It's just sort of. It was you know that it was sort of a bit like the teaser in a way. The one that went ooh, not that. No, no, not that. No, no, no. no. Kind of, yeah. Never mind. I'm never going to be able to do it with my my. my never mind. Well, uh, with your mouth, <laughs> my with my device that makes noise. Yes. Not not um, with my mouth, mate. No, not, not with these with feet. Mine. Um, no, no, no. Well, I mean, you know, these adventures are set before that, so I don't think it would be appropriate, really. But it is a lovely bit of music, yeah. Well, Adam's got a couple of questions here. If you mm. don't mind answering them, mm, Nick. Mm, I'll try. Uh, the the first one here is uh, firstly would be. Firstly, would Big Finish consider reviving the Unbound range? The David Warner, Doctor and Bernice stories mm. have been really well received and beloved by fans, and I feel that the Unbound range opens up all sorts of possibilities for Big Finish to do experimental storytelling with new Doctors without the worry of chronological placement and continuity. Um, well, I, I wouldn't rule it out. We've got no plans. I did have one little idea worming around in my head about something like this but you know, no no firm plans at the moment folks but yeah good point i mean they were they were great and and david warner particularly did extremely well i thought it's awesome awesome man uh secondly would big finish ever consider having spin-off ranges of recasted companions recasted recast i suppose um uh, yes <laughs> fair play there we go uh, and there's something a little bit like that in the offing um, yeah, but in very early stages, hint, hint, can't really say. But um, hmm. okay. And um, finally, are there any plans for more Eric Roberts Master stories, dressed well, for the occasion, of course? Uh, 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 I haven't seen any recently, but I can't believe that there won't be. <laughs> Good enough for me. Well, there we go. Kind regards, Adam. Uh, Thank you, thanks Adam. for emailing in. Uh, next up, uh, this is from Simon Tate. Doesn't Simon Tate have something to do with um, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Or was that David Tate? Anyway, uh, Return of the Nine. Hi, Nick and Benji. The sheer delight of reading that Christopher has agreed to make a second series with the amazing BF family has made my day. I was so pleased to read the quote from Christopher saying how much fun he had had making the series and his previous comments about the wonderful scripts that Nick wrote for series one. It's delightful. Oh. Thank you very much. Uh, Big Finish for me has always been driven by love, joy and passion. I agree. Cue a Lovejoy reference by Nick at this point. I think it's more <laughs> likely that Benji would make the Lovejoy reference. Don't you? Uh, I, honestly, I don't I don't have many opinions on Lovejoy. I've never really sat down and watched it. Uh, uh, me neither, actually. But it's just the love and the joy together we might. Sort of maybe, maybe one day. Maybe one day we will. Yeah, do a series about uh, an antiques... Uh, dealer uh the passion and joy you have as a team infects actors writers sound and all the bf family bf fans have the delight of investing in the best quality audio movies for the ears well i can't disagree with anything you're saying there simon not not that my primary function in this section of the podcast is to disagree with anyone i made it sound like <laughs> i'm i'm looking for something to disagree with uh thank you to all at big finish towers although there are no big finish towers for all you do and for securing the finest actors to entertain us we do our best thank you uh, best wishes and keep up the fantastic work that's a very nice email simon certainly was that well we've got a very nice email coming up now as well from joshua duffy are you sure uh it says listeners emails here it says i hate you all you are the worst <laughs> no it doesn't it says hi nick and benji uh, i've been a fan of big finish for a long time as i remember seeing articles about it for when i was seven years old oh. i finally got a chance to listen to them a few wow. years ago and they're some of the best audios i've ever heard Lovely. My favourite range has been the Tenth Doctor Adventures, as this brought back so much nostalgia to when David Tennant was the Doctor on screen, as him and Freema Adjaman were the first Doctor and companion I saw. Wow, you youngster. And this has me wondering, will there be a Tenth Doctor and Martha set, as it would be great to hear them travel with each other again and get into all sorts of new adventures. Mm. Sincerely, Joshua Duffy. Yeah, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? There's no sign of that happening. I mean, we have got uh, Freeman back doing uh, a box set. Uh, and I think it's fair to say that it's taken a heck of a long time to get her to do that. I mean, her career has moved in different directions and she always has great love for Doctor Who and, and, and loved coming back and particularly working with Scott Hancock, who she knew from um, the TV series. You know, Scott was working in the production there when when uh, Freeman... I don't know, he works on the other 
parts of the show's history as well. But when Freema was working there, and I think they always got on. I always got on really well with Freema. She's always really chatty and lovely human being. Yeah, but no signs really of um, teaming up the Tenth Doctor and Martha at the moment. I, we'd love to do it one day, and let, let's hope it is possible. Anyway, uh, yes. Thank you, Joshua, for writing in. Uh, that's it for this week, actually. I was going to do a Benji pause for a moment, but it seems I'm good not, enough. Yeah. Good enough. That was a, that. That pause was more than that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm He's the to. pause master. More next time. Just a reminder that we'll be dramatizing you with Missy and the Monk, body and soulless, at the end of this podcast. But first, it's. The Randomoid Selectatron, where we give you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. Well, I was just trying to make it sound new. Yeah, well, it is new. It's exciting. We've given it a new coat of paint. Oh, nice. Uh, from now on, we say everything backwards here. Uh, that was great. That was really good. Oh, it's when the breath goes backwards. This is the funniest thing is, is that somebody will reverse the audio of this, and we'll be saying some most horrible things, um, and we won't even not, know it because we're not actually. <laughs> it's a bit like when John Pertwee in the Time Monster does that bit of backwards talking, doesn't he? Because you know, so we'll do an effect. John goes, he goes, no, 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 I can speak backwards. That's not actually speaking backwards, though, John. You're just making weird noises. Yeah, I thought, quite. So I can, um, I can play the fascist prime minister or the fascist newsreader in Inferno. Today, <laughs> there. Yeah, cut it, Barry. Let's just cut it, cut it. It's, it sounds like John Pertwee doing a funny voice. John Pertwee all over again. Uh, we've got uh, 155 Doctor Who Army of Death. Army of Death? Is this Paul by... McGann and Judy Cox. Yeah, this is by Rick Briggs, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, it's by it? Jason Arnott. Wow, isn't that weird? Which one was by Rick Briggs then? Uh, the Witch from the Well, maybe? You sounded so yeah. certain. I'm I was, sorry. I... No, no, no. You're absolutely right. I love it when my memory <laughs> fails me. It was. I remember Rick doing one for this season. Oh, we loved doing these. Um, this has got a great cut. Here's the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who. Army of Death. Death, death, death. Bones. Moving bones. Isn't those skeletons returning? They say he came to consider himself godlike. His cult grew within society like a, like an infection until it engulfed Garrick. After a traumatic event like Garrick's destruction, fear settles like a frost. Paranoia bites hard. And who do you trust? What's your name, prisoner? We're travellers. Strangers in a strange land. Skeletons! An army of the living dead! Mary, stay close to me. We're surrounded. The dead, sir! The dead are coming! They're being ripped apart! Look! Skeletons, thousands of them, heading towards Stronghaven. You cannot stop them. Is there anyone who doesn't want to shoot at us today? No, it's no good. How do you kill the dead? Death is relentless. No! It's the only way. Death never gives up until it gets what it wants. It's been nice knowing you. Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com. This has got a great cast. David Harewood is in it. You know awesome. David Harewood? Yeah. You know, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a famous yeah. international star now. You know, Homeland, he did. He's done so many brilliant things. He did our Robin Hood stuff as well. I think yeah. he was in that. So I yeah. seem to recall. And also Mitch Ben in this. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And the hilarious awesome. thing about Mitch Ben, he's such a Doctor Who fan and he's so 
you know, music. He's a musician, so he hears the musicality of everything. And one of his characters was meant to have sort of reverse reverb. And this sort of links into our silly backwards talking. Because he was doing all this. And he was doing his own reverb. <laughs> and Barney, the director, Barnaby Edwards, had to say, sorry, we'll put that on afterwards, Mitch, you know. <laughs> but he was absolutely. We must get Mitch in again, actually. He was brilliant. I mean, look, he plays. Uh, Four characters were uh, Commander Raynar, Carnex, Harmon, Skull, and Journo. Actually, that's five characters, isn't it? Three, four. Carnex sounds like a really good product, doesn't it? New Carnex. <laughs> Is it? It's for your next car. For your next car, made by Harmon and Skull. And we must mention Julie Cox, who played Mary Shelley, who was such a delight. Uh, we really enjoyed working with her the first time in. Um, uh, a special release. What was it called? Uh, company of Friends. Company of Friends. I was going to say yeah. Two's Company and You're My Friend. Three's, three's, two's Company and You're My Friend. <laughs> Rubbish. Um, terrible, terrible. Well, Julie got, Julie got, when she came in to do that one, to play Mary Shelley, she just, uh, I think like a week before, given birth. So wow. she, she was like... Uh, she said that she was she was very very good in it. She's a brilliant actor, uh, and she was a bit zonked out. But we thought she was so good, we got her back, and she came back. She said, "I'm really really pleased to come back, but you guys, uh, you know, I, I, I'm surprised you got me back because I was so zoned out last time." <laughs> and she was such a laugh on this, such brilliant company, uh, uh, and a real class act. It, it's a shame we've never gone back to to Mary Shelley really, or indeed got Julie in to do something else. What's she up to at the moment? That's what I want to know. Well, who knows? Maybe in the future yeah. we might get her, we oh, might get her back. Let's yeah. hope so. It's a thoroughly lovely human being. So um, here you are. Uh, while I email uh, Jackie to make sure she puts the offer live, as she always does so beautifully, uh, Benji will explain how you get the 25% discount. Off yep, again. certainly do. All we need to do is buy a packet of cornflakes and cut out on the back the squid. No, it's not, it's not anything to do with that. I wish it was. Oh, um, cool. No, all you have to do is go to bigfinish.com. Uh, you can find details of the podcast on the home page, and all you have to do then is click the podcast tab and find it there. Or you can click the audiobooks and find it in the Big Finish podcast range. When you've done that, select this week's podcast and click Read More. And then you can see that it says the Randomoid Selectatron also features offering you a 25% reduction nice. on the selected release. Gosh. Just click here Just and enter it. the code BUCKUP. That is, uh, you do indeed click there, enter the code BUCKUP, B-U-C-K-U-P, all capitals, no spaces, no complications, no playstations, no, no, I've not done that one before. That's really, good, that's I like a good that. one, that yeah. one, isn't it, yeah. Just enter the code BUCKUP, no spaces, and you will get your discount, 25% off. You know, great way to build up your collection there. Thanks, Ran. Next week's podcast is entitled Blake 1999. <laughs> <laughs> very, good, very good. Very witty of me, wasn't it? That took me five minutes to think of. Uh, it features a good review guide to Space 1999, Volume 1. Well, and there are plenty of good reviews, really lovely reviews. If you haven't caught up with it yet, do it. <laughs> please. Uh, please. Please, please, please. Please. Uh, I've got a cat to feed. Plus, the worlds of Blake 7 going behind the scenes with, and drama teasing, the Clone Masters with Callie, Jenna, Travis, Zen and Orek. And giving you a preview of Glynis Barber reading the Clone Masters The Rule of Death audiobook. Uh, let's hear that Clone Masters trailer right now. Oh, what is it? There's no one on reception because reception's been smashed to pieces. From Big Finish Productions, the worlds of Blake Seven, the Clone Masters. Jenna Stannis. Hello, Hinton. How wonderful to see you again. You've barely changed. I'm under commission from a Clone Master. A Clone Master? Their ruler has died. Sound the bells. The Queen of the Clone Masters is dead. There's quite the power struggle underway on their homeworld. If I can help them ascend to the throne, the Resistance might have a powerful new friend. Stop all this! Stop all this at once! Travis, I didn't think we would make quite so dramatic an entrance. It's you! No! No! Keep back! 
This is a research base that specialised in cloning. She thought she recognised you. She called you Lara. It cannot be a coincidence that there is some sort of connection to both the Clone Masters and the Aurons. Commander Travis, I am currently with so a patient. you know who I am? Of course I do. Travis, Space Commander, Alpha 15105. You shouldn't have come here. It's not safe. We must make a hasty exit. Come on! Okay, that does it. I believe I'd make a worthy commanding officer. <laughs> Do you really? I'm Space Commander Travis. I am destined for great things. Goodbye, <laughs> What are you doing? You have an hour on in your crew, don't you? Callie. Why are you asking? Because I came across an unusual hour on myself. Alara Kay. Big finish. We love stories. In the meantime, mm. thanks for listening to this Big Finish production. Mm. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And we'll be back down and safe next week I saw a trailer they were showing a trailer for Blake 7 on Forces TV you know and they showed and they deliberately chose one where they'd beam down and the line around them didn't quite match <laughs> which classic, is a classic yeah. Blake 7 goodbye Ta-da. time now for Missy and the Monk Body and Soulless by James Goss and starring Michelle Gomez and Rufus Hound that's the monk singing there. It's good. I don't think. Shut up, Poppet! I really don't think. No, you don't. Ironic. This is not a good idea. I mean, really. How's it working out for you? Well, you know, I've run through worse battlefields. You? <laughs> I'm not running. No, I'm carrying you, and you're quite heavy, actually. I should have thought of that. Oh, boo-hoo. How grumpy people get left behind. Because I tell you right now, I'll only too gladly drop you in the nearest ditch. No, 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 no. It's just... I'm not enjoying today very much. We're going to die. Technically, you're dead already. (laughs) Hey, I'm not dead. I'm just a brain in a jar, that's all. What? It's not so much a jar, it's more of a handbag. A handbag? Oh, I hate you. We're on a planet in the middle of an invasion and you've stolen my brain. A wine, wine, wine. That's it, I'm dumping you. Uh, what? No, 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 please! Uh, Don't throw me away! Evacuation ships? Yes. And what are we waiting for? That means the VAD are coming. Well, the VAD are always coming. We've got to get to the ships. Well... The ships have gone, haven't they? Obviously. So, we're stuck on this planet. The VAD will wipe us out. We, we wouldn't be here if you'd given me control of your TARDIS, right? Then I wouldn't have had to steal your brain. And etc. etc. Oh, this is my fault. And the bad have shot down all the evacuation ships. So let's count our blessings. Huh. I have. It didn't take long. Silencio. That's another thing. The VAD will find my TARDIS. They're just bound to. That cannot happen. Oh, wind your neck in, pet.
One of the ships is left behind. <laughs> well, I see why this ship didn't take off. Drive units balked. Well, we'll soon fix that. How? Well, let's see if we can get you to interface with the flight computer. I beg your pardon? Very much pardoned. Right, there we go. Hold still. This might pinch a bit. Oh, oh. Okay, Boomer. You're in. Get us out of here. Oh, did you just... What have you just stuck to my brain? Bulldog clips. Come on. Room, room. What? Oh, this tickle... Wait. Wait. <laughs> I'm... I'm into the flight computer. Oh, this is child's play. <laughs> right? Oh, engines powering up. And we have a liftoff. Soldiers, in, in, in. What are you doing? Evacuating my squad. Get us out of here. Move it, move it. Too much weight. We can't take off now. Who said that? My handbag. It's flying us. Get your troops off of here. There are too many of them, and none of them wipe their boots. So lucky. None of us are going anywhere. Just get us out of here. What's wrong? The engines are overloading. And now we've been targeted. Get us out of the way. I can't. The controls are too sluggish. It'll smash us to smithereens. Pull up, pull up. If your soldiers didn't weigh so much. Oh, here it comes! Oh, oh come on. Come on, come on. Oh, oh, there you are. Oh, well, bad news, monk. You survived. <laughs> Don't worry. We didn't lose any of the amniotic fluid. Well, not much. Luck. Terry Dick's persistence filter. Can't have you drying out like a walnut, can we? So, what do we do now? We're stranded on this world, aren't we? Well... Do the VAD have my TARDIS or don't they? Our TARDIS. <laughs> my TARDIS? Got it, haven't they? Well, by now, I should think so. Is my body... Inside it, yes. Relax, Bab, we don't really need it. We don't? Well, I just need your brain to operate it. The rest of you, well, it's... You know, it's like the box you get with Christmas presents, best left for cats to play with. And how did you get my brain out of my body? Telebiogenesis. Tele... Rude. I wasn't going to waste nanites on you. Be glad I didn't use a tin opener and a rusty teaspoon. <laughs> well, all the same, I'm beginning to get the feeling you don't like me. No, you don't say. <laughs> Why are we on this planet? To stop this war. And how's that going? Shut up. me two glasses of whatever's good and local. There was no need to get me a drink. Well, who said I did? Also, put a sock in it. We don't want people thinking I've got a talking handbag. The Calvar have survived several centuries of war with the incorporeal vat. A chatty carpet bag might tip them over the edge. Would a jar have broken the bank? You could have kept me in a jar. Well, I didn't have one small enough. Plus, handles mean you're easier to carry. Now, do try to speak quietly. How are you planning on stopping the war on this world? By getting the Calvor to surrender. Where's my drinks? We've just come from the front, where we saw so many people killed. 
horribly killed. Did any of you have relatives lucky enough to get on the evacuation ships? Did you? Oh, oh well. Well, don't worry. They all got blown up, so you're better off here. Oh, you may as well stay here and drink the bar out of lemonade until the vad comes for your bodies. It's what I'm planning on doing if someone ever brings me a drink. Honestly, you can't even come on a holiday to Warzone and get good service these days. Oh, and is there any chance of a sandwich? If you've not got any coronation chicken, there's plenty of little dead pets in the street. I can pop out and grab them for you to rest. <laughs> Your charm is having its usual effect. Honestly, you think I'd be more welcome as an alien than this, but clearly no. Ah! Are you the waiter? In which case, what is the soup du jour? I'm not a waiter. You're not? Oh, well then, what's with all the, um, these little... You know, the, the gold button. Oh! <laughs> oh, you're a soldier. Yes, and you need to come to headquarters. Am I being arrested? Oh! Oh! <laughs> what fun! <laughs> it's almost like you were trying to get us arrested. You can tell everything about a species from their cells. One thing I learned from the doctor. One useful thing. Not the only useful thing. Hmm. And you've learned what? Solid structure. Spartan decoration. No blood on the walls. It's like forgetting the little basket of smellies in a hotel, that is. Still, we should be all right enough in here when we get bombarded. If? When? The VAD are winning this war. The poor Calvor. Really? Oh, yes. They have great potential as a species. If only they weren't spending all their time fighting a war they're going to lose. I thought you'd enjoy that. No. Well, you think I came here as an alien just to watch them die as a bit of fun? Well, yes. No, no. No, no. No, I came here to help them win. I thought you said... Hush now. Here am I talking to myself. I'm, I'm so candid when I'm on my own. I'm here. Doing my ventriloquism practice. Dear me. If I was in company, I'd never dream of blurting out that I knew exactly how to defeat the bad. But since I'm in this cell on my own, well, I can kick back and be candid. Again, still here? Uh, are you using me as a pillow? Mm, gosh, but I'm tired. <clears throat> tired of saying all my secrets to the concealed microphones. No. I'll count a quick few sheeps before they come charging in. One Sontaran. Two Sontarans. Oh, goodness me. So refreshed. Stand. Oh, no, thank you. I'll sit. Stand, you alien scum. Oh, isn't this chair comfortable? And aren't you boring? <clears throat> I've troops outside who can tear you limb from limb. Promises, promises. But oddly, no troops in your office, which suggests you want something from me and you don't want any witnesses. And the only reason for that would be that you want it so badly that you're going to beg for it like a hungry little puppy. I'm General Gasher the war commander of the Calvor. The last war commander of the Calvor. I do love endangered species. Now, in about two days, all those lovely medals on your uniform won't even fetch a penny in an online auction. The Calvor will prevail against the VAD. We always do. Except I've watched most of your army wiped out and all your evacuation ships with them. So, Chinny reckon. How dare you? <coughs> Take a seat, big boy. Try a deep breath. Look me in the eye. Go on. Now then, General Gasher. Lovely violent name. I wonder if a little bird's told you I've come to your planet to help you defeat the VAD. The preposterous assertion has been brought before me. Well, you are as pompous as candied fruit. I think I love you. Well, have you a way to defeat the VAD? 
Or should I just have you shot? I'll tell you how I'm going to save this world. And once I've told you, you're going to give control of your army to me. I'm going to do what? <laughs> oh, you heard. Those evacuation ships that were blown up. You could have shielded them from the VAD, but you didn't. Because you thought they were running away. Now, imagine if that little slaughter became widely known. I mean, wouldn't it be awful if I talked about it in my cell? Will the soldiers eavesdropping keep it to themselves? <laughs> why is your handbag making noises? Well, now, this little bag is why you're going to give me control. I can defeat the VAD in a matter of days with what's inside my handbag. <laughs> Finally! I know it's psychosomatic, but it was so stuffy in there. What is that? That is my battle computer, Borak. And he's going to wipe out the VAD. I'm sorry, what? <gasps> oh! You're wiring me into their command grid. Oh. It worked with one of their ships. No reason why it shouldn't work again. Oh, I don't like it. Listen to me, SpongeBob. It'll work. You're expecting me to take charge of the entire planet's defense systems and win a war? Yeah. What if I refuse? Then we go find a microwave and you go for a spin. Oh, I hate you. Oh, you don't have to hate me. Just fear me. That's what gets results. <laughs> that tickles. Well, I've run out of bulldog clips, so I'm soldiering you into the targeting system. I really can smell bacon frying. If I didn't want to scream, I'd find the sensory hallucinations fascinating. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. You do you. Uh, I've got a question. Is it about the missile array I've just hooked you up to? Why isn't your carpet bag leaking? Hmm? What? What did? I mean, my brain's sloshing around in a carpet bag with a lot of amniotic fluid. Hmm? I'd assume the level's soaking away. Yeah, what about the missile array? Hmm? Oh, they're all online. We could blow them all up. Throw the war, you know. Give the victory to the fad. Don't try and be me. It won't end well. Mm, just a thought. Ow! Huh. A fission blast just took out a bunker. The VAD are coming. Then we'll be putting you to the test sooner than I planned. General Gasher!